At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey, this is Gordon Kelly, and who's that? I'm it's here. Not, it's not Ken Willis. I finally, Chase Elliott's won four times now. Five times? Five times. Hell, I don't remember. Four or five times. But this is the first time I've actually been in studio after a win. Every time I miss him. But this time I'm finally here, and I got my Chase hat on. Let's see. Ready Let's to show go. the folks at home. It's my Chase trucker hat. Okay. So, uh, so you must have had a pretty good weekend then with your guy winning. To echo Eddie DeHaan, took him to the woodshed, baby. <laughs> I was so tired. You know, I grew up watching Kyle Busch and Martin Truex lead every lap, and I thought to myself, God, I hate this kind of racing. But when Chase Elliott did it, that was cool. Yeah. I could watch that every week. Did you get a little nervous there at oh, the my, end with You know, 19? I didn't watch it. We were driving back from vacation, so I listened to the whole thing on the radio, which I love listening. Racing on the radio is great. Now, it, is that it, Earth radio or terrestrial? Sir, or serious. Serious. Okay. All right. MRN was there. Listen to Dave Moody, who I love. But listening to a race on the radio, it's a, it, I feel like it's a lost pastime, forgotten pastime. There's a lot of it, it. They make it, it could be an 18 second from first to second interval, and you'd think they're right up on each other. Yeah. That's how it sounds on the radio. Yeah. But in this case, it actually was really close. But yes, I was nervous. I was driving through Jacksonville as they're getting ready to start the final lap, and it's like 65 going through downtown Jacksonville. Right. And I was so nervous. My wife looks at me. She goes, "You know the speed limit is 65." I said, "Yeah." She goes, "You're going 90." <laughs> oh, I, I said, "I said I'm just nervous. I'm trying to run away from Truex like Chase is right now." Oh my god! It was fun. That was good for someone to lead all but eight laps. I thought that was a surprisingly good race. Yeah, because you had a battle to the lead pretty much the whole time, and you had people who hated each other. And what else do you want? You had fights before and after the race, during the race, people dumping each other. Most popular driver in NASCAR winning. A pretty much a, a race for the lead the entire time. Pretty pretty good showing at the Glen. Yep, I, I agree. I've always, you know, um, I've been up there several times for races, and this is before they did the upgrades. This is yeah. when um, you know it was all creaky and rotten wood. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was kind of like a, the News Journal studio. Kind of kind of like it was a little rough. Don't don't say anything bad about the Sixth Street Studio. Yeah. The Gannett Sixth Street Studios. Yeah, well, I I I still think the Beatles recorded a song here. <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway, I've always had a place in my heart for yeah. Watkins Glen because every time I went up there, I swear to God, they'd have a cold front come through. It'd be like in July. Yeah, wow. it'd be like seventy-five degrees. That's beautiful. Be like fifty at night. Go to Corning, have a nice dinner. I mean, it was really I really had fun. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's becoming increasingly one of the more popular tracks 
that we go to every year. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's really coming to its own. It's like a sellout every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. People love it there. And the yeah. racing is great. It's like the uh, Rolex 24, only you can have unlimited amount of people. Yeah. I mean. They said they put like 25,000 campers in the infield there. That's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. And the racing never disappoints. It, yeah. It didn't again this time, even though someone led 82 of 90 laps. It didn't it matter. racing. It didn't matter. It was the race was in jeopardy the uh, the whole time. Again, though, I will say, if that someone wasn't NASCAR's most popular driver, I don't think it's quite as uh, people are probably a little bit more pissed this week. You'd probably get some more complaints if it was a Truex or a Kyle Busch, but it was a Chase. So by and large, I think people are okay with it. All right, so we're gonna let our Facebook Live people go. So I can say goodbye. Your arms hurting from holding it. Up yeah, the whole time. I yeah. forgot my I forgot my holder. So I'm glad they got to look at me for three and a half minutes. So anyway, uh, DaytonaMotorMouse.com to listen to the rest of the stuff, and we got a lot of stuff yeah. to talk about. So, cool. all right. So uh, moving on, um, we didn't really do the intro like Willis does because I'm trying to do three things at once. I don't want, I don't want. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're in. What do you know? Yeah. And that was the first subject and what do you know? So we're going to move on to uh, the next subject, and that's the the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. We got four races, and it really seems like it's going to come down to, unless there's a surprise winner, it's going to come down to Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman battling for that last position. And I don't think there's going to be a surprise winner because if you look at the four races, there's really not that that track that I don't think you can have a surprise winner. You're not going to have one at Michigan because that's all about oil. Uh, I, I, you know what? I disagree there. At Michigan? Yeah, because it's a Ford track. It is a Ford track. And Ford you got a you got a guy like Suarez that's. I guess you. I I guess someone like Suarez would be considered if, if still hit, be considered a surprise winner. If he if he hit on the right combination of stuff yeah he could win a race like michigan so suarez could be the wild card but bristol after that the best race of the year my the race i look forward to the most the bristol night race yeah and then you have the throwback right arlington and then you have indianapolis which i guess you could have a surprise winner there too so i guess i'm i, I guess i'll backtrack a little bit but yeah johnson and newman oh my god i ugh, anytime you're battling with ryan newman for the playoffs you are you're struggling for that season because ryan newman I, uh, he's in 16th every year, but he shouldn't be in 16th with Jimmy Johnson. I'm sorry. No, no. Rough. So that's and just, you could see the uh, you could see Jimmy get, uh, getting pissed this week. And this, you saw a side of Jimmy on Sunday that you rarely ever see. We're going to get to that in our next segment. Again? Yes. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So um, I got to look. So at anyway, uh, you got four drivers. You got Clint Boyer. Yep. Uh, you got Johnson and Newman that are actually tied in points, mm-hmm. and b- right now, based on the formula, Johnson would get in, and then because um, he's had the best finish of the year out of you know all their finishes, right. and then uh, then you got Suarez who's just twenty three points behind. I mean, it's nothing. He that's one race. Yeah, he can make that up in one race, and you know he might want to just go out and turn newman and then turn johnson and then he's in (laughs) it's a clear path to victory like they say (laughs) just clear them out (laughs) who do you think do you do you think jimmy's gonna ultimately get in or do you really think he's gonna miss playoffs i think it's good you know 
when the year started, I was like, okay, they're going to turn this thing around. They, you know, they've got the resources. They've got the want to. Yeah. Obviously, Jimmy Johnson is a talented driver. You can't be a Hendrick problem because Chase has won twice and just not had a, a dominant car. It's not a Hendrick problem. Bowman's won. Byron's been running well. So he's on his third crew chief in two years, yeah. okay? And that doesn't bode well. Nope. But you have to respect him because he's won seven championships. So I think Jimmy gets in. I, I, just, I, I cannot see – because he's going to have a good – we're going to talk about it in, in, in a minute, but he was on track for a good finish this weekend, and he was up in the top five for most of the first two stages. Right. So I I still think I'll take Jimmy over Newman or Suarez. Suarez has done nothing in his two years. And Newman, again, I, I Newman will probably contend for a top ten every week, but that's going to be – I feel like that's still more circumstantial than him having a good race car. <laughs> and that's the nicest way I can put it. That's that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, so we'll see. So anyway, um, let's move on to our next segment in just one moment. You'll get that? Okay, you'll get that in big-time auto racing. What you get is, emo- this time of year, you get emotions, man. Yeah. And especially at a track like Watkins Glen, where it's... You know, sort of low speed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not talking about Daytona or Talladega. Um, it's kind of a low speed. You can kind of knock somebody out of the way. You know, they're not going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, they're going to be they're going to be mad, but they're not going to get hurt. Um, and so there is a lot of poking and elbowing and um, you know all sorts of stuff going on in the field during I, the race. I think. Chase Chase's car may have been the only one, and actually it probably wasn't because him and Truex hit side doors at right. one point. So yeah. I think everybody had some sort of dent on their car. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But what's, what's interesting to me was uh, the fact that uh, just out of the blue, it seemed like Bubba Wallace just knocked the crap out of Kyle Busch right there at the end of the race. Bubba had enough. Bubba's had a terrible year. Yeah. He's been in a bad mood all year. And I think uh, he was just tired of it. He was tired of taking crap, and you're done with him. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. So um, he's trying to get respect, but I don't know if that's going to work with somebody like Kyle because – Well, I don't think Kyle's going to respect him. <laughs> no, no, I don't, don't, Kyle, Kyle usually doesn't take to that too kindly. Well, and also the fact that Kyle didn't say anything after the race. He refused to talk to the media. Yeah. That's like Kyle. But it Bubba's was, got some payback coming. Yeah. Maybe not this week, but I'm telling you, you know where people love to do payback is Bristol. It's yeah, an well, easy place to dump people, and yep. I can see it coming. Yep. And just think if he's, for some reason, Bubba's in a position to win. No, oh, Kyle would love that. It won't happen, but Kyle would love uh, that. Much like Chase Elliott at yeah. Martinsville, remember? Yeah. Okay. That went over well. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, there could be a full-blown riot if, you know, depending on what happens here mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. But you also got Jimmy and Ryan Blaney, which is weird. Two of, like, the nicest people on the yeah. circuit who soft-spoken, don't like drama, easygoing, and then they're just, like, wagging fingers at each other. Oh, Jimmy's I know. ripping them a new one. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a pissed-off seven times yeah now did you hear the uh radio from jimmy oh my god yeah well what wasn't beeped out yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, and so that's not that's not normal, Jimmy Johnson. No, no, no. no. This so this goes back to okay. Well, he hasn't won since 2017, and he's been he's on his third crew chief. The car doesn't seem to be advancing. You know, he's going to turn 44 next month. I mean, and he might miss the playoffs. He might miss the playoffs. He, so, I mean, there's a lot of things on his mind right now. Let's put it that way. And and as much as he loves Chase and Bowman, you know that seeing those guys win and the equipment that he's driving, that just only adds to the – it's not nothing to do with them, but it just adds to him just being angry. And yeah. I'd be angry too. I God, I, I could two, – two years without a win – and now you're fighting Ryan Newman to get in the playoffs. Well, and then also Billy the Kid's finishing ahead of you. Yeah, I honestly, and yeah. this is shocking to say, I think over the summer, uh, Jimmy Johnson's been the least competitive in the Hendrick stable. I think that's. I don't think I'm really I mean, no. And and again, Chase up until last week didn't have a great summer, but that was more of him. He got wrecked in half the races and right. whatnot. I, I I'm not sure Jimmy hasn't been the the worst driver of the four. Yeah, and that's shocking. For it, it's it's mind boggling, especially if you followed him from the beginning of his career. Is this you were around? Is this kind of is is this the trajectory that that the King took towards the end? <laughs> because like I feel like he went seven or eight years and well, was very non competitive. He gave me a great quote once uh, after you know like he's re, he was in his retirement year in '92. And uh, so uh, I called him at testing, and uh, I said, you know, okay, so what's – why are you retiring? <laughs> so Petty says, well, the Lord gave me 25 years of, you know, great racing. And he said – and I tried to extend it to 35. <laughs> so – and it's pretty – that's pretty much it. He knew that, you know, when he won Daytona back in 84 – he should have stopped. He should have stopped. Yeah. He should that should have been okay, I'm done. I'll go out on top. But you know, these racing guys, that's all they know. Yeah. I mean, if that's the only thing you've ever done all your life. Yeah. But um just think if he had gone into car owner mode at that point mm-hmm. when he was still hot and money was pouring in. Could have built up a ooh, dynasty. Could have he could have been the Hendrick. He could have been Mr. Hendrick. Yeah. Or just for Ken Willis' sake, Hendrix. Hendrix. Yes. So, um, anyway, there's more, a different kind of emotion from Matt DiBenedetto. Wow. Yeah. He's a good little race car driver, huh? Yeah. Uh, He's a ringer, apparently. So, he's had four top ten finishes and seven starts, driving for an independent team, a single-car team that has gets help from Joe Gibbs. That team is coming on, man. I'm telling you what. Yeah, old old 95 team's up there. And so they talk to him after the race, and there's, like, emotion in his voice. And it's not, like, good. And it's like, you know, I've been reading stuff in the media. Apparently, uh, Joe Gibbs, who owns the four cars Mm -hmm. and helps the number 95 car, is considering – bringing christopher bell up or as willis would say christian bell yeah yeah i saw that and so that would make maddie d the odd man out because you, you got to find some place for eric jones because gibbs had promised eric jones dad before he passed away that he would take care of eric jones so okay that's a given yeah you know 
So, uh, but Christopher Bell, if you don't do something with him at this point, he's going to go somewhere he, else. He's going to go somewhere else, yeah. and he's going to, you know, be beating you. Could be taken off. Could be taking over the forty-eight at some point. Yeah, God, that, yeah. Imagine Joe Gibbs if that happens. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what do you do? That's a tough spot. It is. It is. And so um, anyway, he was full of them. I don't know if you saw it. You didn't see it. Maybe you heard it on the radio. I know. Yeah. I. I've, yeah. Well, I didn't hear. The, I didn't. Obviously, radio did, did a different interview. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I did. So hear anyway, he was like, "I love this team. I hope they keep me." I mean, he was really emotional. Yeah. I mean, so anyway. Um, no matter what happens, he's improved his stock. Because I think even if he leaves a 95 team and Joe Gibb kicks him out, he's not going to be a free agent for long. No. He's better than a lot of the drivers well, out there he, right now. Well, he – Better than Daniel Suarez. See, <laughs> you should he, – he, he, last year he said, I'm leaving Go Fast Racing. I'm going to be a free agent. Whoever wants me, come get me. Let's chance. do a deal. He ends up with the Levine family who is – starts a relationship with joe gibbs yeah. and now he's finding himself in really good equipment and he's making he's making those finishes man yep. i'm telling you so he's kind of proven himself um he's a guy that could win that could kind of upset rattle the yeah, playoff scene he's 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 hot right now he's hot you and talk about someone who jimmy and ryan don't want to see win that's a new that's a first time oh, win. Oh, my God, oh yeah in trouble if that happens oh my goodness Holy moly. Yeah. All right. So that's enough of you'll get that in big time auto racing. We're going to move on to the next and final segment in a moment. They're waving them. Yeah, I see them. Okay, when we're back. Now, Ken Willis is not here. He's on vacation. He is out of country. Oh, I know. I How dare him leave this country. I didn't even know he had a passport. Canada. I, know. I mean, he's a real country boy. To be Maybe American, you know. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking. He thinks he. You know. I got a fishing license. That's good enough to get me into Canada. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he should be back next week, God willing. Yeah. You know. I don't know what happens in Canada. <laughs> no, I don't know. What happens in Canada stays yeah. in Canada. So anyway, I'm here with Zach Dean. The what's your title? I keep forgetting. World's youngest angriest old man. The world's youngest, angriest old man. Okay. So, um, Green White Checkers, uh, Martin Tricks Jr., who almost spoiled your Sunday, yeah. came pretty close to spoiling your Sunday. You think he's tired of coming in a second chase at Watkins Glen? <laughs> God, you talk about being angry. Yeah. I, I had said in last week's NASCAR This Week, which is a syndicated publication page yeah. that goes across the nation and into Canada where Willis is. Maybe are you going to be a Gannett? Are you going to be Gannett papers now too in a couple months? I Holy don't. Cow. I don't know. Look we'll, out world. We'll have to see what happens. Look out world. Um. So anyway, I had predicted that Truex was going to win because he wasn't going to let what happened last year happen again, and he literally he, did. Same thing. Lost yeah. on a restart to Chase, and they yep. couldn't, couldn't get around him. Yep. <laughs> it was almost like a carbon copy. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, he's making – when he goes – gets in the car at Michigan, 500th career start. Cool. Yeah. Good for him. I've always liked them, TJ. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to our last subject, okay. is the youth movement in NASCAR. 
because uh, the majority of races have been won by guys 40 and under. 40 under. Yeah. Okay. And uh, a lot of those guys are in their 30s. Some are in their 20s. Most of them are Kyle Busch. How old is Kyle? 34? Because I feel like he's got to have about three-fourths well, of the win. And then Logano... I don't, Joey Logan, yeah. I don't know if he's 30 yet or I don't think still he is. 20. I think he's late 20s. 29, he, maybe. Yeah. He's your champion, your reigning champ. Then you got that uh, Chase Elliott kid. I mean, he's only 23. Five wins by 23? Yeah. In shape? Yeah. So, anyway, um, the guys like Newman, Jimmy Johnson, Harvick. Harvick. Harvick's only won once this year. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think. What's happening is is in other pro sports you there's you get to the kind of forty and that's it. Yeah, you know, unless you're Tom Brady, unless you're you're exceptional. Yeah, okay, he is the absolute exception to the rule, mm-hmm. and I mean you're I'm, you're not even going to argue that point. So, but most guys they're in the NFL or whatever they have eight eight. 10 good years and that's it i mean you're done if you're um in tennis Mm -hmm. you know there's some guys that are kind of breaking the rule you know federer and all those guys are and they're kind of getting in their late 30s and are still winning but for the most part you're in your 30s that's kind of your prime and then you kind of from your from 36 you start losing a step about 20 to 33 34 and and so i think that's happening in NASCAR. Yeah. I I think NASCAR has gotten to the point where the competition's so tight that just those that one hundredth of a second reflex yeah. is making the difference. Well. Yeah. I could see it. You could see that? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean you saw it this weekend with with, with Chase, not to say Martin didn't run a good a perfect race because it just about did, but Chase literally I'm not saying it's because I'm a I'm a homer. He had to run a perfect race, and he did. And that's, I mean, at a place like Watkins Glen, that's almost impossible to do. And now the 22- and 23-year-old has done it two years in a row. Yeah. So maybe there's something to say about it. All right. This is it. So I'm going to open the book, and the book is Dad Jokes, and it's uh, compiled. I'm not going to say written by because I've heard these some of these before, yeah. compiled by Jack Duncan. Cool. And so we go to page 104, joke 191, and the, the question is, what is the biggest kind of ant? The biggest kind of ant. What is the biggest kind of ant? I'm trying to think of different kinds of ants. <laughs> The only ant I can think of is fire ant and sugar ant. The biggest kind of ant is an elephant. Oh, an elephant. Oh, my I God. I got that one. Actually, uh, you know, every time you hear the answer to these, you think, God, I'm stupid. If I just would have really done some critical thinking, maybe I could have got I never You, you got to just connect the dots. Yeah. You know? Well, it's never what it seems. It's no, it's never what it seems. Yeah. So you got to go take that step out of the box yeah. and look around, you know. You, and gotta, then, you have to be able to critically think things yeah, through it. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe. All right. So that's it for uh, what's this thing called? Motor Mouse. <laughs> Daytona Motor Mouse. Motor Mouse. You got to say Daytona. 
They turn them on because there's right? other motor mouths out there, yeah. and this is NBC stole our show. <laughs> <laughs> this is Daytona Motor Miles. We've been Daytona Motor Miles since the early 90s. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, this is Godwin Kelly. That's Zach Dean. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.